Hey. Yes. Check out this chord. Give it a gander. Okay. I can't see it from over here, but it sounds like some kind of sus chord. It is very much so. A sus. Yes. A flat sus. Now check this out. Yeah. That has some kind of altered extensions, a flat 13, maybe a flat 9 or sharp 9. Oh, very good. Yeah. Exactly. An altered chord. Altered. So you might say it's an alternative jazz chord. You might say. I you <laughs> Yes, you might say it's an alternative jazz chord. I think I know where you're going with this. Let's explore. Let's. Let's. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Jazz Talk. Jazz Talk sponsored today by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com, bro. Oh, your jazz lesson needs. Let's talk about what's happening over at Open Studio real quickly. Yes, please. Because it's the end of the year. Always an exciting time. Lots Always of new members. Yes, tons of new members over at Open And Studio. our mentor sessions continue. Yes, that's right. Mr. Taylor Eitze will be joining us this, this Friday. week. We hope. Yeah. Because last week he showed us a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, if you're listening to this, we just had Taylor IXD on Friday. Yeah. No, he had a little bit of change in his travel and recording plans, but we're super excited he's coming back. Man, these mentor sessions this year have been so fun. They've been bad. I get inspired. I get excited for Friday. I'm like TGIF because of the mentor session. I know. They're super fun. And for those super, of you that don't know about Emmett Cohen coming up on the 15th. That's going to be great. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we had you last week. That was awesome. It was okay. No, it was really good. Um, we just we just have fun. It's so fun to see the community together live on Zoom, totally doing something, coming together for something that they love. Just talking, just just a couple of a couple hundred people, a couple hundred open studio members talking about jazz, and it's available to all open studio members. So check that out at openstudiojazz.com. And today we are back on the speak pipe. The speak Did pipe. Did you know that? So we've got a great speak pipe from. We we, we need to address the elephant. We the do. lisping elephant. We have a, very quickly. We have a speak pipe from from zach but we also have a speak pipe from i don't know if your name is james or r james but this is one of my favorite speak pipes ever and it is the elephant in the room hey guys um i really like the episode but it sounds like you're both developing a lisp i can't tell if it's like the audio editing or if this is like a really oblique reference to all i want for christmas is my two front teeth that's it. Yep. You got it. Like, is this a joke that I'm meant to get? I'm, yes. I'm not sure. This is, this is all intended. Really stressing me out. It's all Please it's respond. 1,100 <laughs> episodes. You. I love that. I really stress me out. Please respond. So tongue. Okay. Really? Are, is our audience the best or what? They're the best. Uh, our audience is the best. They Thank are you. the best. They yeah. are the best. 100%. So we did have a... We did 100% have a, the best. We had a slight DSing problem. We did have a DSing And our wonderful viewers... On YouTube and listeners, and look, if you're not on YouTube, get over there and check us out. Yeah, there's been some confusion about this. Go and search for "You'll Hear It." There's a whole "You'll Hear It" channel. It's bespoke, as we say, from bespoke. the open studio. But it's a great place, even if it's you don't want <laughs> It's bejeweled. Bejeweled. <laughs> um, it is a great place to comment and to banter. And a bunch of our viewers and listeners noticed that we sounded like we had a list. We had a little bit of a DSing problem. We don't well, need to go into it, but that's what it was. What was most amazing is that a lot of we, it was a DSer escalation that occurred. That we couldn't edit a out because it was on the front end of the signal chain, and but what was amazing is that like the listeners in the comments heard it right away. Yeah, the podcast called "You'll Hear It." They heard it. They heard it. They were like, "That's a DSer that's gone crazy." Yeah. So we have some big shout out to our amateur and professional engineers in the house, and I learned a new term and a new uh, technique. But anyway, I think we're back on track here, um, and I'm excited about 
just getting back on the speak pipes. And if you don't know about that, go to youllhearit.com. You can leave us a question at any time. We are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Our little You'll Hear It gnomes are monitoring the speak pipe at yeah. youllhearit.com. Youllhearit.com. But only for 90 seconds. That's right. 90, 90 seconds, seconds is all you get. A minute and a half. That's yeah, it. that's it. But we have a question from a friend of the show, friend of the pod, out of the great state of Texas today, I believe. Zach. Zach. Out of the Houston coastal region. Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. It's your buddy, Zach, from Houston. Longtime listener, longtime adherent to the gentleman and ladies agreement. Gala. Hey, I noticed Gala. something about this year's Grammy Awards. There's a category I had not noticed before. I don't know how long this has been a category, but apparently there is a category for alternative jazz. Now, that strikes me as a label kind of like contemporary jazz. <laughs> I think I know what they mean, but I'm not really sure. Anyway, Adam, I know you especially love to talk about categories of music I do. and subgenres. So I had to ask both of you, what is alternative jazz? What makes alternative jazz different from just non-alternative jazz and what do you think of the grammys having alternative jazz as a category looking forward to hearing from y'all thank Thanks. you Zach. can i just address the thing about me with the with the genre so no famously i have on this show said how useless i think genres are for an artist as yes. an artist to define yourself yeah this is a perfect example of what i'm talking about about how labels are put on things after the fact do you think Kamasi Washington says, I'm an alternative jazz musician and I play alternative jazz. There's no way that he's defining himself in any of these parameters. This is something that things like organizations, institutions put on art after the fact to try to categorize it. It's okay that they do that. I'm not saying that it's not okay. I'm you kind of sound like you're saying it's no, not okay. No, no, no. Okay. I'm not saying it's okay. not okay. It's it's inevitable. It's going to happen. People, this people, we, we're little... Uh, mammals that love to put things into boxes because it makes us feel safe. And uh, yeah. it makes sense that the Grammys <laughs> would do this. I'm just saying as an artist, when I'm trying to make art, I'm really trying to get rid of any labels for myself so that I can be as, as from the heart as possible. And I think this alternative, this new category of jazz that I'd never heard of before right now called alternative, alternative jazz, which is now a Grammy ca category, which legitimizes it as a term. Yeah. Is like to me the perfect example of what what we've been trying to talk about here with labels and how they're put on the music after the fact. Okay, so I kind of agree with you, but I'm going to push back a little in just in saying. I mean, I agree that these are labels put in after the fact. But what is the Grammy, the whatever it is, the Arts and um, Recording Society, the Recording Academy? Mm -hmm. First of all, it's it, it's predominantly musicians that are part of it that vote and they create these categories and the bio, and all these different the bios the folks that I know um, in the Recording Academy. Um, is primarily musicians. So it, it is us in a way for better or for worse in terms of making these decisions. So sometimes I think when we, when we portray things as like something that they're putting on us, is it really them putting it on us? Or like if it's predominantly musicians that are running the organization, it, it might be a different category of, of a hierarchy of folks within the organization. We might look at it, but I think we do need to take some responsibility for better or for worse as musicians with these labels. I appreciate what you're saying in terms of as part of the process of being an artist 
and the creative well, side of it. I'm just saying that none of the artists that are nominated for the alternative jazz category probably came up with the word alternative jazz. They're not labeling their own music alternative jazz when they think about it. That's all right. I'm saying. Yeah. That, so okay. in that sense, they are anybody who's not the artist nominated in the category. But maybe there is a usefulness in, t- in terms of wh- whatever the, the term is going to be to have a little bit more specific for sure. categories. I do think if so. You na- if you, if like, you, like in other words, it could be a bad thing if you don't do something right, but it doesn't make the idea of adding another category or a subgenre in itself a bad thing. It, it could be misused. It could be silly. It could be not applicable. It could be that all these different artists, and we're going to look at kind of some of the artists. First of all, this hasn't, it's only been nominated now. So there hasn't, it's kind of funny because it makes it sound like it's already happened. This just happened and it's for 2024. So we have the nominees, but we don't have any winners of this yet. So I think it would actually be most helpful. And this is where you're going to see the distinction. Yeah. We should compare the nominees of the alternative jazz album to the nominees of the jazz album. Okay. Right. So, so for the, I've got pulled up here is the nominees for alternative jazz. We got VJ Iyer, um, Corey Henry, Kurt Elling, um, with Charlie Hunter, Lewis Cole, and Michelle and Deggio Cello. Um, this is this is a really cool record. By if you check that out, the Omnicord Real. No, I don't know that one. It's but a great. I, I've heard it. I've heard other people say it's great. Yeah, I gotta check. All it out. these are. Um, yeah, the Kurt Elling record is great with yeah. Charlie Hunter. They've uh, been touring with that record too. Yep. So I mean, Lewis Cole. We you know talked about him Big on the fans, pod. Yeah. I think this is kind of. It, I don't know. To me, this kind of makes sense. Like to call this alternative. Now, I, it, my question is, is alternative jazz maybe what we're thinking of as jazz and is all this stuff actually what people think of as jazz today? I mean, if you go on State of the Jazz playlist on Spotify and stuff, these are the kinds of artists, this is the kind of music. If you go to a performing arts center or to a jazz club, you're going to see a lot of these kinds of artists, young people, young aspiring jazz musicians, Berkeley students, that kind of thing. They're, this is what they're listening to, I think, a lot. And, and in terms of like, I love jazz. VJI or Corey Henry, whatever. Yeah. They, I don't think they're saying that I love alternative jazz. So what's interesting here is is what do you like musically? Here's here's the best. There's a couple of of different. So here again, here are the best alternative jazz albums. Yeah, should I put up your it's, thing here? Um, yeah, I have. Uh, it looks like a Jazz eighty eight website here with all the nominations on it. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. We'll just talk about it. So Let's just talk about the it. best jazz performance yeah. is a Grammy category. Uh, and there are five nominees, Adam Blackstone featuring the Baylor Project and Russell Ferrante, yep. Fred Hirsch and Esperanza Spalding, John Batiste, Lakeisha Benjamin, and Samara Joy. Yeah. So and, you might say a little more swing, acoustic-based kind well, of? Well, what's interesting is all of those nominees for Best Jazz Performance also have some nomination in either Best Jazz Vocal Album or Best Jazz Instrumental Album. Yeah. None of the best alternative jazz album nominees are in that best jazz performance, which I think is kind of interesting. Well, the jazz performance one was one that was added on later too. Right. You know, but I can't really see musically. What is the difference between say the best jazz instrumental album? Um, yeah. You've got Adam Blackstone, obviously featuring, you know, that album contains the Baylor project. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Lakeisha Benjamin. Uh, you've got Pat Metheny. This is not like, Straight tipping, right? Right. You know I what I mean. You also got Billy Childs, also, probably not straight tipping either. I actually right. haven't heard Winds of Change. We've heard we listened to that one track. Yep. Uh, Kenny Barron, which seems you know likely to be straight ahead. Yeah. But then you've got you know Corey Henry, Kurt Elling, and Charlie Hunter. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. 
What is the delineation? Why? Well, what makes something an alternative jazz album as okay, opposed so to check just this an out. instrumental? We're gonna see. We're not endorsing this, but this is you know this very special Crossover subscription jazz? site that I have access to with insider information called Wikipedia. Um, the category was created in response to the growing explosion of crossover jazz and the creativity of contemporary jazz artists who are exploring and incorporating elements of other genres into their music, specifically citing the work of artists such as The Comet Is Coming, Georgia and Muldrow, Casa Overall, Makai McRaven, Kamasi Washington, Sons of Comet, and Robert Glasper as examples of jazz's evolving sound and the need for a new category to honor these albums. I mean, that's kind of an interesting and altruistic, um, you know, reasoning to create this. I like that. Now, full disclosure, half of these artists I really don't know or I've heard of, but I don't know their music. I'm pretty familiar with Kamasi Washington, of course, Robert Glasper. But let's take Robert Glasper, for example. So I think he's he's done projects over the years that would pretty clearly like if you had to say, does that go in the best jazz album or, or best jazz performance I mean, or the best alternative jazz. Like you could put he one won the in best R and B album Grammy. Well, then there's that. Chris Brown. That's, well, that's not even talking about that. But I'm saying like yeah. some of his trio recordings clearly would go into the you know jazz. Like are they alternative jazz alternative? Yeah, maybe. But whereas like the the experiment projects would would probably fall better into this. And maybe it's to answer people that are like, well, Robert Glasper when he's playing acoustic trio, that's jazz. But when he does that other stuff, that's not really jazz. And maybe pushing it all the way to R and B is is a little bit too much of a stretch? It's a question. I don't know. I'm not saying yes or no. I mean, <laughs> you look nervous. Well, it's, this is, but this is, I'm saying this is like, it's not as clear cut, I feel like, as maybe it used to be with this kind of stuff. Domi and JD Beck, are they jazz? Yes or no? I don't know. Right. I don't but know. It depends is it on easier who you're ask? asking. If you ask my Aunt Linda, yes, there's no words to it. And they're improvising. That means jazz to my Aunt Linda. Poor Aunt Linda is just your no, fallback. No, no, but back. that's what I'm saying. Who are you asking? Because for some people, yes, If you were to be jazz. taken hostage by a foreign uh, a foreign state that was not friendly to the United States, and they said, what words do you have to say? Would you quote Aunt Linda immediately to get out of no, it? No, no, but I'm just saying, I, no, I, okay. I would never, never. But would I, you give her up? No. For your own safety and security? No, sweet Aunt Linda, uh, but no. Um, but would you feel more comfortable if I said Domi and JD Beck, jazz or more alternative jazz or jazz adjacent? Could we think of alternative jazz as what we call jazz adjacent? So is Herbie in the 70s jazz adjacent? Yeah, he goes into, well, depends on what which Herbie. Secrets? Would you be thinking of secrets yeah, by any chance? Secrets, jazz adjacent? Jazz adjacent, jazz? yeah. Okay, so I wouldn't that's say not jazz because, because why? No, no, it is jazzy. It's jazz alternative. It's okay. jazz. So, <laughs> See, no, I like no, it. But you I'm know, asking, I messed up with that. What, I didn't mean what that. What about jazzy. that is not? Is it because it's funky? Is because there's no swing to it? There's no, there's no spank. Because a lot of the jazz. Well, I'm know, trying not to use jazz fusion because to me fusion doesn't, does is not as useful as a term as some of these other ones to me. I mean, there's a hierarchy, and I agree. None of them from an artistic standpoint, a creation standpoint, or of any use at all. But for, as a describer in terms of like, oh, Herbie's going to be playing. Oh, what, what what band? Oh, he's got this new band. Oh, is it like the Secrets band? Is it like Jazz Adjacent? Is it the Funky band? Is it few, Like, there's all different things you could say. To me, that's where there's a usage. If you can explain it, and that can spark in someone to be like, oh, yeah, I love it when he's doing that stuff. It doesn't mean you don't love his straight-ahead trio stuff or like, you know, the quintet with Blade and Michael Brecker and Roy Hargrove. That's jazz, right? There's no question about that. I would never be like, oh, Secrets is not jazz. No, that's fine. If you, to, but but it doesn't it doesn't tell you a lot about the multifaceted musical 
persona as an arranger and a composer and a producer and a creator that Herbie is so when we just say that everything Herbie does is jazz. But why why would we even say that though? Like that's what I'm saying. I'm saying why even put that label on it? So what is the label that you would put on on secrets? What is that? So what helps us to what is the label that helps us with that? Funk, jazz funk, maybe. Jazz funk, maybe. Yeah. It doesn't the, help look, it, this this is the thing. It's not for us. And it's probably not even for a lot of our listeners. It's not for people that really know and create the stuff themselves. Yeah. Not that we're anything special. Yeah, it's yeah. just like but it, but it's like if you're getting on an airplane and you're an aeronautical engineer, is that a thing? You know, you're an engineer that understands and like you hear a sound, you're going to be like, oh, that's because the such and such. And you're going to start naming a bunch of things that you don't need to know just to be a Southwest Airlines passenger in group B. You're both going to get from point A to point B, right? Yeah. You're going to get from New York to wherever you're flying. But I'm saying somebody that knows, so like we kind of know some of this stuff, so these describers aren't as much. To somebody that doesn't know that, this is what I've been that's saying. a safe thing. That's just a, a this kind of sound. But this is what I've been saying for months, right? Yeah. Is like, to my Aunt Linda, Herbie in the 70s, Secrets is Jess, right? Yeah. Just because it's not because it's not the Carpenters, right? It's not, which ironically, <laughs> played a little jazz. <laughs> but no, uh, but to you, like we're, we can be more specific. That's the Headhunters era. Like we right. know that specific, and with us, that secret specifically like right. we know that that music yeah and so i think it just it's all about the context of who you're talking to and so that's why i'm not like i don't think it's bad that the the grammy awards came up with a new category to try to expand with you know as they're mentioning here like these the way musicians pull from other influences i'm just saying uh, my whole thing with this has always been from an artist perspective it's not helpful for me personally to say yeah. i am this kind of musician therefore i only make this but kind of music I agree, but this is not labels, the Grammys, these categorizations, the reasoning. I I would I would contend even the reasoning for expanding the number of categories, which is what they've done. This is not replacing anything. This is adding on a new category, right? Um, I think there is a contemporary jazz uh, category already, I believe. But anyway, I'm saying like this is not for artists. Like create your music to put in there. I think artists and creators should and do create what they want to do. The categorization is for Aunt Linda and it's for, it's not even for Aunt Linda. It's for somebody that's like, well, I like jazz, but I want to know about this. It's kind of like you go into a wine store. We have red wine, we have white wine, or for, first of all, you could just be, let's go to a liquor store. Give me some liquor. Like that's like the lowest level. Just give me some alcohol. And then it could be like, would well, you want hard stuff or do you want wine? Oh, you like wine. So as you get into it, do you like red wine or white wine? Do you like sweet? Oh, do I, do you like red wine from this country this continent like there's all different levels to it and yeah somebody who really a, a wine producer in portugal is not going out and saying i'm going to make a jazz adjacent portuguese wine from the no they just create what they want to create which is great but to the consumer i think it is interesting to be like oh this is the style of it maybe the producers are like it's kind of silly because they're saying it's dry this but it's actually multi-dimensional and it crosses over into a lot of things but wine this is a per you're using a great analogy here that I think we can put towards music. Yes, the category of Malbec is, that is a, a genre of wine, right? But what's the second thing you ask about a Malbec? How much does it cost? What's the third thing you ask about a Malbec? <laughs> what is the alcohol content? <laughs> what's the fourth thing you ask? Where's about? it from? Where's it from? Right. Because why, why does that matter? Because of the terroir? Yes. Because of the because style? Of, because it speaks to the style? It, it speaks to the style of yeah. the actual wine. Maybe as much as the grape itself, maybe not quite as much as the grape, but certainly it's like second down the list. So to me, that says a, a very similar thing about music is like, what what is the culture where this 
musician is coming from. I mean, I think that's why. But you'll this, but you'll this, see stuff like like Latin, you know, best Latin jazz performance. Like that would be a, that is a category, best Latin jazz album. Like that speaks to right. coming from a certain area, but also to a certain style. Right, right, right. right. Again, Nora Jones and Leve. They're, they're they might be. Leve might get nominated. Le, le, is she Leve. nominated at all this year? She might I don't know, be but have you like seen their pop record? They just I just watched. Yeah, today they just they, made a, a record. Really together. nice. Christmas oh, yeah, it was a record. I just amazing. saw the video of yeah. the uh, the Christmas song. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, but again, alternative jazz. Culturally, where is that coming from? You know that. See that I think is oh wade in the water. I'm about to wade in some bad waters here. Um, uh, mid century pop. Right. I think that's what that sounds like to me. Agreed. So uh, agreed. But we didn't have that term. Shout out Adam Neely until yeah, recently. Oh, maybe we did. We did. I, no, I had never heard it. I'm an idiot. I, there's a lot it's of just stuff pop I music don't know. from the mid 20th century, Peter. Right. I mean, I knew about the 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 cool little glass uh, coffee table that I want. That's twelve hundred dollars. The yeah, mid century yeah. modern with the with the cool the Noguchi. I love the Noguchi. Oh, I knew that was mid century. As soon as you say mid century, I'm thinking that, and I don't even hear pop. I didn't know the term, but I think it's. That's an example of a useful... Yeah, does it tell you everything about Nora Jones? No, Nora Jones is a great jazz pianist. She's got pop. I mean, she has all these cool influences, and she probably doesn't appreciate being put into a box. But on that duo with Loive... Leve. Leve. Doing the um, the Christmas... Now, what are they doing? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. That's got a very very pop kind of feel. And like, if I were to tell Aunt Linda or you... Or Caleb or me or anybody, I you know that says something about what it is. It's not everything, but it, it but it it does. It's it's better than like it's. Wouldn't you rather hear that than it's an alternative jazz version? I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, I totally <laughs> I'm agree. scared you with the glasses too, man. I know it, 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 it takes a level. It's, it's very intimidating. <laughs> um, but I I just think it's funny looking at all of these these. Uh, You're not a fan, are you? Well, no, 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 no. I'm just it just. <laughs> I'm not a fan of jazz categories no. <laughs> i am but it but you what was but, zach's question by but the way? reading reading all the categories at once you're like oh this is fairly useless <laughs> like yeah. it's you know it's there's not there's not a clear line in the sand i would just say that for the addition of this alternative jazz category like the greatest one is the best large jazz ensemble or the best vocal because there is a clearly defined oh there's vocals on right, this it's right. a large ensemble that is and a, that's yeah that i can i can swing yeah well you know what i do like about these in general it it gives more Grammys to jazz and jazz adjacent people. For sure, for sure. Like it opens up more, and this is There's something more that all opportunities for great musicians to get some recognition. Yeah, and yeah, the whole thing 100%. about large ensembles, it's like, are there people that are saying, oh, I only like large ensemble jazz. I hate small ensemble jazz. No, although there are some people that like, I love vocal jazz. I love great vocal jazz. And that says something, obviously, and to your point, that's an easier description because it's like, it's like the difference between a, a, a music reviewer giving their opinion about a performance and then coming and saying, okay, Adam Manis, had, there's a concert of Adam Manis's brand new compositions. They were written for an ensemble of seven players, two oboes, and like where you're really just telling what it is. There's nothing to dispute because you're describing what it is. I think those kind of labels are always the best. Yeah. But they're not as obvious. We might say, oh, like classical music. Well, no, not really. Because if you say, oh, I'm going to go hear classical music, well, what are you saying? You're saying the classics, so something elevated and Eurocentric. Like that brings I into started, question a lot of I started a group this things. year, and it's called Pop, 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 and it's our tagline is "We are a string orchestra uh, dedicated to the art of the pop song." That's, I thought it was jazz explained. Was it the, is not jazz? <laughs> it's a jazz talk. Jazz talk. Pop talk. 
but that but that's you know defining exactly you know you know you're going to get a string orchestra and there's going to be some songs there's going to be some popular songs from from all eras if we right? do some recording which i'm hoping we do with that group next year yes um, we'll be doing that. would it fit into the jazz this newly monikered jazz alternative category of the grammy Association? it might fit into it might it might fit into the large jazz ensemble we'll see we'll see actually yeah it totally yeah, would we, we might yeah. oh, what about uh mid-century pop like the jerome kern it could uh, well yeah. here right here is a couple of our influences for pop 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 vince mendoza and the metropole uh orchestra are yeah. nominated as best jazz large ensemble album yeah. That is though that's a, like a direct That's a great category. It makes sense. McBride is one there with the big band, Lincoln. Yeah. I mean like it really makes sense. And it's it's uh there's a rich tapestry within even that. You wouldn't think. But like the Metropole Orchestra, Jazz and Lincoln Center, uh, you know, McBride's big band, um pop 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 like those are all very different, but there is something that binds them together to be in a category that makes sense. I mean, you ha I hate the competitive part, yeah. but I love the celebration. I love the celebratory part of this. I love Michelle and Dave Cello having, for my own selfish reasons, because I'm just I'm a huge fan of hers, that she can come out with this really cool, quirky, uh, artistically adventurous and highly like just refined and just a dope record, you know, that's called the Omnicord Real Book, which could like where does that can't it have a home? You know what I mean? Does she have to be R and B because that's what she was known for? But then most people know her for like John Cougar Mellencamp pop yeah. hit. And then she's been associated with jazz players, but I don't think she would be like, yes, I'm a jazz bassist. I don't think so either. But, but it, jazz alternative, I love that. So the other thing with the alternative jazz is, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a kid who grew up in the '90s, Peter. Yeah, I grew up with alternative music. See, yeah, so maybe you're bringing a and little. And so now I was th when I heard of this, I thought, oh, is the jazz musicians doing stuff like? Ulysses Owens Jr. Oh, video. Like, <laughs> I was say that could that, he's going to be jazz alternative for his incredible rend, uh, reading of Nirvana that he never heard. Um, yeah. So what did we learn today? Categories. Yeah, let's close our eyes. We're both going to say thumbs up. Or you know what? Also, down. our listeners love it when we talk about genres. Our, right. our listeners love it when we. Discuss. But just to circle back a little bit, just to before we uh, clear out of here. Um, to what Zach's question was, just about specifically in this category, not categorization in general, the Grammys, the Recording Academy adding this category. Do you think it's a, a good thing, bad thing, or a neutral thing? The alternative I jazz. I think it's a good thing. Okay. More more categories with great musicians uh, under the jazz, the big jazz umbrella is great. You guys heard it. Adam said more genres and more subgenres. Great. Till next time. <laughs> You'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs>